With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your local radio station. Lashley Talk Radio. It's Friday, May the 7th. Welcome along to our coverage of the Senate elections 2021. Joining me in the studio today is Gwynoro Jones, former MP for Commandantshire and our political analyst. We'll be bringing you all the results as they come in, along with interviews with the candidates involved in the election process. Your stories, your platform. This is Llanelli Talk Radio. Welcome along. My name's Alan Evans. This is Llanelli Talk Radio. Well, there we are. We know um, these people will only be elected on the backs of the common people. Could they uh, rely on the postal votes? Uh, was there a possibility of future online voting? This has been a very different set of circumstances, and it could affect the result. Guinoro, how will politicians have been faring on the doorstep amid what has been a terrible year for most people? Oh, it's been hugely difficult. And as you said, the uncertainty was... Um uh, considerable. The the point being, there probably will be far more postal votes this time than ever before. That was inevitable. Safety, social distancing, keeping people away from the polling booths. So postal voting will be a major in, involvement in the in the result. I, I have no doubt. But canvassing itself has been very difficult. It's been, what, only about two weeks or so that they've been allowed to knock on doors. They was allowed to deliver leaflets, but not to speak with the voters. So that's been very, very difficult. And I get the impression, I'm sure it wasn't so for the candidates, mind, and, the, and their key workers, uh, to say it's a low-key campaign. It looks as if it's a low-key campaign as far as the voters go. But the actual candidates, I'm sure they gave it a, 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 good, a good go. But yes, it's totally different, totally different style, far quieter, far more peaceful, far more respectful as well, if I may say. You know what I mean? Um, I can think of the times when I fought Carmarthen three times with Gwynvor Evans. It wasn't as peaceful as this, I assure you. And um, uh, that life was not in the campaign, was it? It was not controversial. It was as if everybody understood the enormity of the scene and the situation and the year we've gone through. And that year, let's, be, let's face it, has knocked the stuffing out of people. And uh, politics has been low down the agenda. You know, villages, communities, families, the last thing on their mind was politics. 
Um, a lot of paperwork came through my door. I'm not sure if a lot of it came through your door as well. Um, do you think people will be taking the time to read these? I spoke to a voter yesterday in Pontiac, and she said, actually, this was interesting, that she was going to vote for David Llewellyn, but she changed her mind because when she read the, the um, leaflet he sent, there were grammatical and spelling errors, and she felt that if he could not get his grammar and spelling right, he certainly could not be the police and crime commissioner. Yeah, that's an old story, that. Candidates and their agents not checking the fine print of what they send out. And yes, mistakes do happen, either at the printers or the original writer of the uh, of the leaflet. My experience has been that I don't know how much attention people pay to those um, leaflets. You know, I, I fought five, six elections, and I thought in each one that my leaflets were by far the most informative and be- best. Uh, well, I won three and lost three. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's difficult. It's, dif- it's difficult to say the impact. But it's like any, any marketing, isn't it, Alan? You know what I mean? If you're marketing the business, if you're anyone marketing a business, they're told it's the first 10 seconds that matters. From the from the door to the bin, in terms of where hap- what happens to that leaflet, do they read that leaflet or not? You've only got a few seconds to hold people's attention. There we are. Well, a change is going to come, no matter what. Rob Allen and a working man, a real anthem there, almost uh, giving me goose pimples. Aguinoro, a working man it is, and a working man and woman will be going uh, to the polls yesterday across Wales, and we're waiting for those results. Yes, but I need to say something about that song. I found that song a bit emotional, because remember, I was uh, the son of a colliery carpenter. My grand- both my grandfathers worked in either Blind Heroin or Great Mountain Tumble, and then my father eventually in Canhydra. What that song says is quite true. My father used to tell me many, many, many times when I was in my teenage to make sure that I did well in school at Gwendreith, etc., because I don't want you to go underground. I don't want you to witness what I have witnessed. And it's not natural, he used to say. He used to say that often to me. It's not natural for a man to be underground. And twice I've been underground. Once there was a colliery disaster in Canhydre when six people were killed. And I went down... I was Member of Parliament then, and I went down to the very spot where the accident happened, where the explosion happened. And this was a few days afterwards, and I touched the coal, and it was still hot. It was still hot after the explosion. Um, Sentimental times. I know coal mining was the backbone of Wales, the backbone of, of employment, but it was an unnatural thing for the Welsh people to have done. Anyway, so the working man and voting, yes. The working man has moved on, mind. Uh, the working man and woman, communities, more often than not voted Labour. But in the last 30, 40 years, a good 30% of what we call the working class now vote Conservative. They voted for Mrs Thatcher. They voted. They voted for Boris. They've voted in Hartlepool for 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 the Tories to win the by-election, uh, the Brexit referendum, and the working man as a cons- as a 
uh, folklore thing in our mind has changed. The working man is no longer a traditional Labour voter. And that is what's made politics different. Let's look then at, uh, you say that the Welsh Assembly was formed uh, 20 years ago, the Welsh Parliament as it is now. Uh, in all that time, there's only been a Welsh Labour government. What has the opposition been like? What has the institution been like to observe? Gwynoro, you've got your unique views on this. Tell us how you see the last two decades of Welsh government and the opposition. Well, maybe I'm of the old school, you know, where politicians were radical, orators, campaigners in a big way. I miss that in the politics of Wales over the last 20 years. It isn't there. Too sedate, too benign, too gentlemanly. Uh, all that campaigning of days of old has gone. That's the first thing. The second thing, the voting system itself, of course, makes it very difficult for the opposition parties to break through. Certainly, the third, fourth and fifth parties. Uh, the Assembly is made for two-party politics and that needs changing. That is why we need voting reform. Uh, that is why voting reform will exhilarate and change and enthuse the Assembly. It's not enthusiastic, is it? I have to be honest with you, I hardly ever watch it. Every time I do, I've been there about twice and I left after about 20 minutes because it is so quiet, they're so orderly, so structured, uh, and the speaker, Savarith, you know, so coordinates things. There's no freedom there. It's, a, it's difficult to get your point over, because there's a structure. It's a, a structured debate, a structured assembly, and that does prohibit, inhibit debating. Open discussion. And if you'd say something that might be regarded a bit risque or over the top, as they do in the House of Commons, they do it in the House of Commons, no problems. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Ian Blackford asked, asked Boris last week, do you think you're a liar, Prime Minister? That would never be allowed in the Senate. You know, it needs to relax a bit. It needs to be active. I don't know how many people, people watch it on telly or listen or whatever. I certainly don't. I find it boring. And they need to change that. And that also reflects itself in the, in the number of people who turned out. It is difficult to believe why less than half the Welsh people have not voted since it began. Now, why is that? Do they find it's... Do they find it useful? Do they find it makes an impact? Does it draw their attention? And that is why I... Look, I've said this many times, and I stick with this. There's too much of a club atmosphere in the Senate. It is too Cardiff-centric, too much of a club atmosphere, and it does not govern for West, Mid and North Wales. That's been my view from the beginning. OK, we get the message loud and clear that uh, you find it hard to tolerate it. Now, Ted, the question of Welsh language is one, independence, Welsh language is one that has raged for many decades. Gwynoro, you've written a book on this very subject. Give us a quick painted canvas of the fight for independence in Wales and what that is likely to be, the implications of that today for voters in Wales as they have gone to the polls. 
Gosh, what a subject. Mm. It took us two and a half years to write the book, right? So you want me to do this in two, two or three minutes? Or no, not minutes. the book, just, just know, the kind uh, of, well, how will how will independence, I'm, I'm, well, I just wanted to well, look well, at today now and just look at the vote and think, how will people going to the polls be voting? Will they will they have independence for Wales at the heart of their decision to put an X in the box for Plaid Cymru? Um, some will, but not the majority, I have no doubt. And they mm. have already voted. We are here waiting for the result today. They voted yesterday. But the quick synopsis is devolution and the nationhood of Wales, which we cover in this book that's out soon, this week or next week at the latest. It's been a, it's been a problem. It's been divisive. It's been always an issue. The powers that the Welsh people should have, the power devolution should give to Wales, the strength of the nationhood of Wales, should Wales be independent, can it afford to be independent, is it big enough for country? Now, those last few questions are being addressed more now than ever. The first question is, are we big enough to be on our own? Certainly, yes. You can vote for be part of the United Kingdom or remain like that as a union, fine, no problem. But let's not kid ourselves that Wales is too small. There are seven countries in the European com community that are smaller than Wales. We are the 30th in terms of world rankings, in terms of economic development and production. You know, 30th, not 100th. Of course Wales can be on its own. Question is, do the people want it? Is there a de desire for it? Do they understand that? We raise more taxes in Wales than what devolution costs. That's the first thing. We give about 11, 12, more than that, billion, back to Westminster, to the Treasury, every year. Of course, that's to cover defence, welfare, and many other things. So it's not an issue... Or can we afford it? It's all to do with... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is the best way of governing Wales? What structure Wales should have? And what is its role within the United Kingdom? And I fear... For many years, for a century probably, and more actually, this image of the empire, British empire, and we are part of this United Kingdom, uh, it's waning, it's fracturing, it's struggling to survive. Uh, that's inevitably. Look what's happening in Scotland. What indeed is happening in Northern Ireland now after Brexit. I would say I'm... I probably won't be around unless I, the good Lord gives me another 15, 20 years. The future of the UK Union is fragile. It's creaking. The question is going to be, what is the future for Wales within that? Can you imagine? This question always hangs behind my mind. If Scotland goes independent, as it probably will over 10 years, 
maybe not now, within 10 years, because the young people themselves, it was 70% of the under-35s in Scotland, want independence. Okay, and 60% over the over-70s don't want. But who's going to win? Who's dying quicker? It's inevitable. Northern Ireland will form some union with Southern Ireland. I have no doubt about it. Again with intent, right then. Question from the Welsh people. Do they still want to be linked with England? Is it still going to be England and Wales? That's the question. Now, we tried to get Helen Mary. She wasn't available there. Uh, she's probably on pins and needles. Very busy, very busy, right. Yeah. Um, let's go to that. Then. London Call in the Clash was the last piece of music. Um, we hear more about politics in Westminster, more often than not, than we do about politics in Wales. London is still the centre of the world for decision-making for some. There may be those who believe that a Welsh Conservative government would get a better deal for Wales with the Conservative government set to be in Westminster, possibly for another term. Um, do you think that would be the case? Do you think we'd get a better deal if the Welsh Conservatives were in Wales? Well, it's always been the case since uh, back in the 60s and the 70s, there was the argument, if you have a Labour administration in Wales or in local government or whatever, and a Labour government in Westminster, that is bound to be beneficial. There is an argument to be made for it, that should there be a Senate, which is a Welsh Conservative Senate, well, of course, uh, the Westminster Tory leadership, Prime Minister and all that, Johnson, would look kind, more kindly towards what the Tory party in Wales is saying. That is natural politics. Uh, whether that will happen, I doubt whether the Tories will win. But that is natural to the game. But you made a point that Westminster dominates. It only dominates because the media is so weak in Wales that we do not have sufficient propaganda, information, news about what goes on in Wales. We'll come to it later on. Remember, 70% of what the people of Wales read comes from Daily Mail, Daily Express, Telegraph, Times, Guardian, Western Mail, Evening Post, South Wales Argus, North Wales Daily Post, are minimal in that situation. That is why Westminster dominates. It's the media in Wales is too weak to compete with that vast weapon, which is the Westminster steamroller of media presentation. BBC, okay, we have BBC Wales, but really, how much of a Welsh context is there to BBC Wales News, for instance? You know, it often will start with a Westminster headline. But no, to go back to your question, yes, if the administration in the two were as one, that obviously would be a much better uh, cohesively in wise than otherwise. Would I welcome that? Most certainly not. I don't want to have Boris Johnson have more influence over Wales than he's got already. You know that uh, the media in Wales has been struggling, newspapers shutting down, offices closing, things moving further and further east towards Cardiff and London, um, North Wales, uh, non-existent mid-Wales, you know. Um, we're involved in this. You've seen the struggle for Llanelli Online and Wales News Online and, 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 and other hyperlocals across Wales as well. 
Do you uh, foresee the Welsh government stepping in here at arm's length to offer some help in order that, you know, people can attend the Senate and report on that, people can go to council meetings, people can hold these people to account? Do you think that we're going to get some help? Well, of course, uh, just before the election, one of the Senate committees has recommended that a fund be put up to help businesses like yours, hyperlocals, and other sort of media in Wales. Uh, whether it will happen, uh, I'm not sure, but it, it needs to happen. It needs... The Welsh media needs strengthening. And the Welsh, I, what I take by the Welsh media, by the way, I don't mean the Western Mail, and I don't mean BBC Wales. I mean at local level, at a level which is independent, needs strengthening. Now, you have set up a system, hyperlocal, and you have set up a system where the five regions of Wales get their news coverage on Wales News Online. Now, that is a, a very good way ahead for the Welsh media in, in Wales in general. But it needs support. It needs nurturing. It needs uh, seed corn money to develop and grow. I think we'll approach that later when we talk with the manifestos. Every political party in their manifestos said such a thing should happen. Let's see what happens in the next year or so. Okay, let's just try and call Mary Arthur then and see if we can get her on the phone. She's the uh, agent for Plaid Cymru and she has stood, um, I think she stood for Parliament, didn't she, in the last yes. Hello? election? Hello, Mary. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Okay. You're live with us now. Are you free to talk? Uh, no, I'm in the count, actually. I'm not sure I'm supposed to be talking. Am I allowed to talk in here? Yeah, yes, you can talk to us. If, the, if we, We'd be there normally as the press, so you're fine to talk to us here. Okay, I'm happy. To, I'm, I'm, um, I'm with a crowd of people, though, so... That's fine, yeah. Any... We can hear you. So just paint a picture for our listeners to say what's going on there. You know, Are you inside? You're outside? I'm inside the count, yeah. and um, they're still verifying, so they haven't started counting yet. Are they verifying the postal votes at the moment, or the normal boxes? They're separating all of the different votes, so ah, they're not okay. looking at any one box. They're emptying all the boxes and putting them into piles of postal, um, regional lists, and the Senate lists, the police and crime, and the by-election. So at the moment, there's nothing much to report other than different piles of colours of paper. Oh, I know, but you're painting a picture for our listeners, Murray. We want to know what's going on. We're not there. None of us are here. You're, you are our eyes and ears at the uh, at the polls there. You, you attended the uh, elections down in Selwyn Samuel Centre. Uh, you know, lots of people there, big melee, lots going on. Is it very, very different for this election here now at the count? The hardest thing is the keeping the social distancing because obviously when a box is emptied on a table mm. the the standard thing is the different parties come around to have a look to see if they can get a feel for the different yeah. um, numbers coming in um, but at the moment you've got to stay so far away from people it's like the only the first two at the table will be the only two who can see anything so it's a lot more limited in terms of what you can see and I suppose even when we go into the count later on when we've finished the verification It'll be the same thing. There'll only be two or three people that will get sight of any one box yeah. that's counted. Have they given you any indication of uh, time? Or, uh, are, we, are we talking about five o'clock? Will, will they be closing the count? You know, the countdown at a certain time, or is it is it sort of it, this will go on possibly into the evening? Yeah, I suppose it depends on how close it is. 
So um, if it's um, if if there's a, a close um, if the numbers between um, the you know the parties are close near the end, mm. there will be recounts going on, and that could take another few hours. And and I'm so, sure your is, is your Plaid Cymru pimped car out in the car park there, or is it not allowed? It's not my car. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. Yeah, yeah. I have asked if I could buy it. <laughs> have you? Right. Okay. And, and and a registration number plate PLA one one D or something like that, is it? I, I'm not sure. Actually, there is a PLA D one. I know uh, there is in Pontyberrim. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We've seen that one. So, are you optimistic? How's Helen Mary faring? Is she looking a bit cheerful and and optimistic? Has she got the has she got the feel for it? Well, you know, we've had a really positive campaign and yeah. we've been, everyone's been quite excited. Yeah. And I know everybody, every party will be living in their little bubble and you'll see algorithms on social media for your own party. So you can't really go on anything until the numbers come through today. But there are so many youngsters coming through saying they're voting Plaid and so many people yeah. coming through saying they're voting Plaid for the first time. But it has given us this hope that, you know, we are going to take it today. So it's still feeling quite optimistic. But we, like I say, I am aware we do live in our bubbles, all yeah, of the parties. Yeah. We've got Gwynora Jones in the studio with us. So uh, we'll, we'll leave Gwynora to ask you uh, a quick question, if, if I may. Yeah. Well, yeah, the only thing, Barry, is from my point of view, when you say it's different, it must be vastly different, surely. There's, there must be many fewer of you here that did a count like yours last time. Are there, or are there a, a, a good number of people? Each party's representatives must be considerably lower, mustn't it? Yes, you're only allowed um, restricted numbers. Yes. So you're only allowed one counter in at a time for um, different candidates. Obviously, then they've got the counters for the regional list as well and then you've got the candidate and the agent so the candidate and the agent are allowed to come in and out but the counters are very very limited so that that's another restriction as well it's not just restricting who can stand at what table you've only got one person that can cover all the tables as well that's so. right and covering and i suppose you know guessing what the when the result will be is anybody's guess isn't it is could yes be, it could is be, really could be four <laughs> o'clock could be five o'clock and as you yes. said, on recounts, well, I'm the expert on recounts, mind, I had five uh, back with <laughs> back with Grunvor Evans in the 70s, and we didn't finish it till 10 o'clock on the Friday night. Could well yes. be, if, could well be if it's a, if it's a close thing, the recount, I think it's, recount might yeah, well sorry. be tomorrow morning. Yeah, I think it will be close. You know, I think it will be, the gut feeling is that it's going to be close between Clyde and Labour. Well, yes, and that could only, have, uh, what was it, 300 or 400 last time? Yeah, um, exactly. But you have no idea at the moment, obviously, all they're doing now is just counting the boxes, how many you yes, voted. Yes, Do you know roughly, all the piles. Have you got any indication on turnout, or is it for, far too early? No, I haven't, sorry. Um... No, I haven't. I haven't asked for turnout. Yeah. I know the postal votes for Ply. I know the postal votes for Snelly yeah. were about eighty percent return. Oh right, there we go. Anyway, enjoy the day. Thanks, Thank you. thanks, Thank Mary, for speaking Thank to us, you. and uh, we'll catch you yeah. later on. Maybe when uh, you get a better idea of how many how yeah. many X's are there for Helen Mary Jones. We'll do the Alchtera. Your local radio station. We are Snelly Talk Radio.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.